0: A Chastric Advisory Council to the GBC, an associate editor of Back to Godhead magazine and formerly a professor of sociology of religion at the Vedanta College. For 10 years, Mataji was member of ISCONS International Board of Education. For 7 years, was a vice chairman of North America Board. Ormila Mataji travels worldwide teaching Krishna Consciousness. Madhiji continues to develop and teach local, national and international seminar for trainers, educators and managers, which she has done for over two decades. She has developed and taught numerous courses for primary and secondary college and also for adult learners in a wide variety of spiritual and practical subjects. She is currently writing and coordinating Development of Krishna Conscious Academic Curriculum Her Grace Urmila Mataji's publications include Essence Seekers, Vaikunta Children, A Guidebook for Devotional Education, The Great Mantra for Mystic Medication and Dozens of Articles and Doctor Best Learn to Read, an eighty-three book complete literacy, literacy program. <laughs> with technology enabling the storybook to speak in 25 languages. Her Grace Urmila Mataji's classes are enjoyed by both adults and children worldwide. Today we are extremely fortunate to have Mataji address us online. This is indeed a special mercy moment for all of us here. Hare Krishna. Thank you Ranjira Mataji. Uh, So Her Grace Urmila Mataji has joined
1: us. We welcome her... Uh, To this humble gathering. Uh, Thank you so much, Mataji. Uh, We also uh, thank our Mm -hmm. temple president, uh, His Grace uh, Jagat Sakshi Prabhu, for joining, and we also have uh, from Chennai, Her Grace Tarni Radha Mataji. So she's been instrumental in uh, organizing this whole meeting, so we're very grateful to her. Uh, So, Tarni Radha Mataji, I hand over to you uh, to introduce and welcome Urbela Mataji. Thank you.
2: Hare Krishna. My humble obeisances to Urmila Mataji. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. We are very grateful to you for giving us your association through this class. Um, Urmila Mataji is very expert in giving classes. We all love hearing them. But what's more important for us in this Vaishnavi Sangha is her experience and the example she has shown as a mother and as a grandmother. So every time she comes to Chennai, we also have a parenting seminar with her and there's a lot we can learn from her every day. So I'm very grateful that Umila Mataji is here with us in this Vaishnavi Sangha. Thank you so much, Mataji, for giving us your time. And uh, before you start, a little request. There is simultaneous Malayalam translation going on. So we request you to go a little slow to enable that. Hare Krishna, Mataji.
3: Hare Krishna. Jaya Radhamadhava. This conference, Multibhakti Vedanta Saharan Maharaj Prabhupada Ki Jai. ISKCON Founder Acharya Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Anantakoti Jai. Samavetabhakti Vrindaki Jai. Gaur Premanande. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to Shri Guru and Garanga all glories to Shiva Prabhupada Nama om Vishnupadaya, Krishna Prastaya Bhutale Shri, mate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Niti Namane Namaste Sarasvati Deve, Goravani Pacharani Nirvasas Nivadi Paskatyade, Satarani Vandeham Vande, Guru Sri Utapada Pada Kamalam Sri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sagana Raganatham vitam sam Sajivam. Sadvaitam, Sadvadutam Paditana Sahita, Krishna, Chaitanya, Devam, Sri Radha, Krishna, Padam, Sahagana, Lalita, Sri, Vishakam, Bhitamscha, Panchakalpa, Chubhyascha, Kipa, Sundabhi, Evata, Padithanam, Parvanevyo, Vaisnarevyo, Namo, Namo, om Namo, Bhagavateva, Sudevaya, Om Namo, Bhagavateva, Sudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So it is May 10th, 2020, and this is a class for uh, India and Chennai given over Zoom. On Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 2, Divinity and Divine Service, Text 17. So, this is a very well known verse. It's a verse that's often chanted at the beginning of any Bhagavatam class. Srinvatam Swakata Krishna. Srinvatam Swakata Krishna. Punya Shravanakirtana punya shavana Kirtana Vidyanta-stoya-bhadrani Vidyanta-stoya-bhadrani vidyanta vidyunoti suritsatam suritsatam srinvatam swakata krishna Shri swakata Krishna Punya Shavanakirtana, Punya Shavanakirtana, kirtana Vidhyanta sta abadrane Vidhyanta sta abadrane suratsatam Srinvatam Those who have developed the urge to hear the message of Swakataha His own words Krishnaha The Personality of Godhead Punya Virtues Shravana, hearing Kirtana, chanting antahas Antahasthita, within one's heart. He, certainly, Abadrani, desire to enjoy matter vidjunoti, cleanses, Surit, benefactor, Satam of the truthful. So, literally, a means anything that is inauspicious. Srila Prabhupada's translation Shri Krishna, the personality of Godhead who is the paramatma, super-soul, in everyone's heart and the benefactor of the truthful devotee, cleanses desires for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee who has developed the urge to hear his messages which are in themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted. Srila purport. Messages of the personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, are non different from Him. Whenever, therefore, offenseless hearing and glorification of God are undertaken, it is to be understood that Lord Krishna is present there in the form of transcendental sound which is as powerful as the Lord personally. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in his shikshastaka, declares clearly that the holy name of the Lord has all the potencies of the Lord and that he has endowed his innumerable names with the same potency. There is no rigid fixture of time And anyone can chant the holy name with attention and reverence at his convenience. The Lord is so kind to us that he can be present before us personally in the form of transcendental sound. But unfortunately, we have no taste for hearing and glorifying the Lord's name and activities we have already discussed developing a taste for hearing and chanting the holy sound. It is done through the medium of service to the pure devotee of the Lord. The Lord is reciprocally respondent to his devotees. When he sees that a devotee is completely sincere in getting admittance to the transcendental service to the Lord, and has thus become eager to hear about him, the Lord acts from within the devotee in such a way that the devotee may easily go back to him. The Lord is more anxious to take us back into his kingdom than we can desire. Most of us do not desire at all to go back to Godhead. Only a very few men want to go back to Godhead. But anyone who desires to go back to Godhead, Sri Krishna helps in all respects. One cannot enter into the kingdom of God unless one is perfectly cleared of all sins. The material sins are products of our desires to lord it over material nature. It is very difficult to get rid of such desires. Women and wealth are very difficult problems for the devotee making progress on the path back to Godhead. Many stalwarts in the devotional line fell victim to these allurements and thus retreated from the path of liberation. But when one is helped by the Lord himself, the whole process becomes as easy as anything by the divine grace of the Lord. To become restless in the contact of women and wealth is not an astonishment because every living being is associated with such things from remote time, practically immemorial, and it takes time to recover from this foreign nature. But if one is engaged in hearing the glories of the Lord, gradually he realizes his real position. By the grace of God, such a devotee gets sufficient strength to defend himself from the state of disturbances and gradually all disturbing elements are eliminated from his mind. Shinvatam Krishna, Punya Yabadrani Shri Krishna The Personality of Godhead, who is the Paramatma Supersoul in everyone's heart and the benefactor of the truthful devotee, cleanses desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee, who has developed the urge to hear his messages, which are in themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted." This verse encapsulates or epitomizes the essential way in which the process of bhakti-yoga differs from other processes of yoga and enlightenment. In other processes, we are very dependent on our own strength, our own determination, our own strict following of everything, and just a little difficulty, everything can be ruined. In bhakti, we are dependent on the surat. We are dependent on the great friend of our heart. All of us have some very good friends maybe they are a family member a parent child a brother, a sister a grandparent maybe they are someone who we grew up with or someone who we work with and among these friends we have some who are very dear to our heart we are very dear to them and they are very dear to us. With these dear friends, we would sacrifice our life for them, and they would sacrifice their life for us. But we have no friend in this world who is as dear a friend as Krishna. Our friends in this world may not always be available to help us. They may be busy, They may be sick, they may have any number of their own concerns. Sometimes we are not available to help our dear friends. A dear friend may call us and say I really need your help right now, and we say I'm very sorry. I'm right now in the middle of cooking, or I'm in the middle of teaching, or I'm in the car, and I'm sorry, I can't come. They may call us when our phone is turned off. We're just not available. And even when we try to be available, we may fall short in so many ways. We may not be able to give them the kind of help and love and care that they really need. We may not even realize what they need. Sometimes a friend may tell us years later how we hurt them, and it turns out that we hurt them when we were trying our best to help them. And of course, we die. And then we're not available at all. So Krishna is not like that. Krishna is within the heart, ridyanta sto. Rid is the heart, anta insto is to stay. He is staying within our heart. And he stays within our heart simply by our hearing about him. Of course, Krishna is always within our heart. Ishwara Sarvabhutanam Ridesher Junatistati. Krishna is always within our heart. Brahman Sarvabhutani Yantra Rudani Maya. Is in the heart of all living entities. But when we hear about Krishna, uh, well, with some faith, with some affection, we become aware of how Krishna is there within our heart. And what a friend he is. Krishna is in the heart of everyone. Krishna is in the heart of the most evil and sinful person. Krishna is in the heart of... Of ferocious entities like tigers, uh, mosquitoes. We're not like that with our friends. If our friends become ferocious, we may withdraw our friendship, but Krishna never withdraws his friendship. We may become bored listening to what our friend says, but Krishna is attentive to every word of our thoughts. We may become bored with what our friends are doing, but Krishna is attentive to everything that we do. We may become impatient or exasperated in giving good advice to friends who don't listen, but Krishna never becomes exasperated or impatient. He repeatedly gives the same advice for all of eternity. So this verse is one of the many that takes us deeply into the loving relationship we have with this very dear friend. He knows everything about us. He knows when we've lied, when we've cheated, when we've been selfish, when we've been cruel, when we've betrayed others. He knows all the times we haven't lived up to our own ideals when we've promised that we would do something or not do something and we broke our promise to ourselves. He knows all the times we've been hurt by others. He knows when people have offended us and betrayed us. And regardless of our own faults, our suffering, he never leaves us. He is always with us in our heart. We can accept his friendship in the best way by doing something very, very simple, by reciprocating with him. As Prabhupada says in today's purport, that Krishna wants a relationship with us far more than we can ever desire him but we can reciprocate by desiring him as much as is within our capacity. He is always hearing all of our thoughts and hearing all of our activities, staying with us through everything. We can reciprocate by wanting to hear about him and spending time with him. Hearing his topics, Jiva Goswami comments on this verse in Bhakti Sandarbha 12. By saying that the Lord enters our heart by his topics, he remains there by our remembrance, our smaranam and remaining there, he destroys desires that are harming us and that are inauspicious for our life. So let's look at each of these three areas identified by Jiva Goswami. And in doing so, we can try to be a little bit of a real friend to our best friend, Krishna. So the first is hearing his topics. As we said, he is always hearing about us. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? We can think of all the times we wanted to tell somebody about what we were doing, what we were thinking. And, you know, how interested were they? And for how long? But Krishna's always interested. Are we really that interesting? Yet Krishna's always interested. Like one time when I was giving a class, there was a mother holding her little baby very small baby. Today in America, it's the day for honoring mothers. Anyway, she was looking at her baby, and the whole class, she's just holding her baby and looking at her baby, and especially she was looking at her baby's toes for my whole class. And I was thinking, this mother has seen her baby's toes so many times, and they're just ordinary toes. Practically every human being has ten toes. They're not so interesting. But because the mother had love, she was absorbed. So Krishna has so much love for us that he is absorbed in everything we do. He cares, always, through all of our births, all of our species of life, To give him that attention, we just celebrated the appearance day of Nasingadev. One of the teachings of Prahlad Maharaj is that we should serve the Lord with as much care as we give to ourselves. Huh? Just like I read something really funny the other day about how much we love ourselves. So this one man was saying, I am a caregiver for an adult male. And you think, oh, he must be some kind of health worker, right? And he says, sometimes he doesn't smell very good. I give him a bath. I change his clothes. I brush his teeth. I clean him after he's used the toilet. I drive him to work. I get clothes for him. I listen to all his stories. I get upset if anybody insults him. Think about what we do for ourselves. The amount of care we do for ourselves. Would we do it for practically anybody else? I mean, we'll do it for a little baby. How much we love ourselves with that same love we should give to Krishna just like we have the deity, we bathe him, we dress him, right? But especially listening to his activities and his philosophy— isn't that what we all want? Someone to listen to us, someone to understand, someone to care. Why do we want someone to care? Because Mamai so jiva lokai jiva bhuta sanatanah. Because we are part of Krishna. And that's what he wants. Om Purnam Ada Idam Purnat Purnat Udachate Purnasya Purnam Adaya Purnam Eva Vasishite. He is complete. And he can listen to himself. <laughs> but what he really uh, appreciates is when we are actually interested in him. This tendency to be interested in others is very dominant in our society. Most of us listen to something in the news. What did the president or prime minister of our country do? What did this scientist do? What did this movie star do? If some big personality says something, everyone is repeating it all over the media. We are always looking at their pictures, sharing their pictures and videos, talking about what they did. Or maybe we are talking about the people in our community, in our village, and what they do. You know, who got married and who got divorced and who had a baby and who died and who is sick and who is saying this and who is doing that. So in addition to want people to hear about us, we also want to hear and talk about others. And both of those natural tendencies... We can use in hearing about Krishna. What does Krishna say? What's his philosophy? What are his words? What does he believe? Sometimes in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says things like, That is my opinion. <laughs> you know, I, I always thought that was funny. Krishna saying, That is my opinion. It's like, You know, everything you say is truth. What does it matter? What is the question of opinion? But Krishna wants us to hear his opinion. He wants us to hear how he understands reality. He wants us to be interested in what he's doing. Right now, the temple that I'm staying near, here in America, we don't have a complete lockdown, so we're allowed gatherings of ten people or less, and so we're still continuing in a very small way our our uh, in-person classes, and we're uh, we're also doing them online. And we're reading about Kalia. So Krishna wants us to know how is he dancing on Kalia? How the jewels on Kalia's heads had their luster diminished by the redness of Krishna's feet. How Krishna's soft feet that could hardly bear the touch of a pebble were dancing on these hard hoods covered with scales, slippery and slimy, while Kaliya is breathing fire. Krishna wants us to hear about these activities. He wants us to hear how he goes in the forest with his friends and is throwing the fruits around like balls. Krishna wants us to hear of how he is eating dirt, and when his mother asks him to see whether or not his mouth is clean, he opens his mouth, and the whole universe is there. Krishna wants us to hear the philosophy he teaches, how we're different from this body, that we are not really doing anything in this world. We are simply the observer. And that we should therefore act as his instrument to fulfill his will with detachment for material results while enjoying the pleasure within. Krishna wants us to hear all of these things. Krishna wants us to hear his qualities, how he forgives the worst offender who surrenders to him. How he's so soft that the slightest touch of anything will change his color. How he is so funny and clever in how he uses language to bewilder his uh, dear devotees in Goloka Vrindavan. But going beyond hearing Hearing these topics allows the Lord to enter. But it doesn't have him stay. Hridyanta sto. How do we have Krishna stay? There's a nice song, Mana Mana Mandire, Mama Mana Mandire, by Bhakti Vinod. Raha Nishidin. You please stay in the day and the night. Don't leave. When Krishna visited Kubja, she said, please don't leave. When Krishna goes to the forest every morning, Yesoda, Nanda, they say, please don't leave. When Krishna goes from the forest in the afternoon back to Vraja, the deer, the squirrels, the trees, the flowers, they say, please don't leave. Please stay. Sometimes we have some incredible experience of Krishna's presence and we say, please don't leave. Yet we find when we hear about Krishna, does it always stay? We may hear about Krishna and be relishing, oh, how wonderful, Krishna dancing on Kaliya, Krishna going through the different forests of Vrindavan, And we are thinking, yes, yes, I want Krishna, and then he's gone. Our thoughts fill with those of our temporary identities in this world. How will our children pass their exams when schools are closed? How will we make enough money when we cannot go to work. How are we going to pay our bills? How are we going to cool down in the extreme heat? Or where I am here, it is the springtime, and this morning we had a freeze, and my daughter was thinking, how will I protect the flowers and the vegetables we are growing outside? So our mind... Scatters, chanchalahimana Krishna. Our mind scatters. The topics that entered our heart and fill us with so much happiness seem to fly away like the little seeds that as a child we like to blow into the wind, like the clouds on a windy day the waves on the ocean, the cars and bikes going down the road. They're here and then they're gone. Even our own memories of our life are so fleeting. Someone will say, Oh, do you remember that? And we said, No, I, I don't remember that. It's gone. And the same happens with topics of Krishna. One minute, we are remembering how Krishna killed Agasura and expanded himself. Or oh, we are remembering how Krishna kidnapped Rukmini. And all of the princes were valiantly fighting, and Rukmi was embarrassed. One minute, we're remembering how Krishna is drinking the milk from the breast of Yesoda when the milk boils over. One minute we're remembering how Krishna tells Arjuna, don't let these impurities come upon you. And the next minute we're angry at someone. The next minute we are hurt by somebody's cruel words. The next minute we are worried about our health, our money, and our security in this world. So the second item that Jiva Goswami gives for this verse how will these stay? How will these stay? And for that we need smudanam. Sadhana bhakti means that we are making a deliberate effort. Krishna refers to sadhana bhakti as Abhyas Yoga in Bhagavad Gita 12.9. Abhyas means something we're repeating. All of us have an experience in school of studying for a test, or studying our work, where we're repeating something over and over and over. Yes, we all remember doing that. Our multiplication tables, you know, 5 was easy, 5, 10, 15, 20. But 6 wasn't so easy. 6 times 6 is 36. 6 times 7 is 42. 6 times 8 is 48. 6 times 9 is 54. 6 times 9 is 54. And we'll say it over and over and over. We make an effort. Just like we make an effort to hear about Krishna. All of us right now, we've made an effort. We found out what is the link. We noted the time. We got on our computer, our phone. Right now, I'm going to hear about Krishna. Materialistic people do this. They remember when is their favorite television show. (laughs) They remember when the sporting game is going to be broadcast. They remember when their child has to go here and there. Not only do we want to make an effort to hear about Krishna, because I see in our International Society for Krishna Consciousness that we do make that effort to hear about Krishna. Devotees will gather, of course not right now, now it's all virtual, but devotees will gather at great trouble and great expense to hear about Krishna from senior preachers. They'll pay money, they'll go... They'll pay money, they'll go on a train. They'll do so many things just to make sure that they can hear about Krishna. My dear friends, we need to make a similar effort to remember Krishna. In my experience being in the Hare Krishna movement since 1973, I see that this effort to remember Krishna, to keep him in the heart, is often not so much part of our regular practices. This means that we talk about what we've heard with our friends. Instead of just talking with our friends about things related to our temporary conditioned identity, talk about Krishna. Yes, it feels a little awkward. I mean, it feels natural to sit in a class and hear about Krishna. After all, we spent so many years of our childhood and youth sitting in so many classes in school. We know how to do that. It feels very socially acceptable. But talking about Krishna? That seems a little strange. But of course... We're talking with our friends about something. We're talking about ourselves. <laughs> We're talking about our family, our friends, celebrities, politicians, the weather, the virus. You know? We can talk about Krishna. Yes, it requires some effort. More than hearing, it requires some effort. It requires something deliberate. It may feel awkward. But that's how we keep Krishna. We talk about him. Not only formally, if you're giving a class, but just to one's friends and family. We can write about Krishna. Srila Prabhupada said that he wanted each of us to write every day. Yes, So we can write about Krishna. Even if it's just one or two sentences. Something about Krishna. Some realization. Keep a little journal. We can keep it on our phone, our book. Something that captured us. Something we want to keep. we can also, in our mind, relate everything to Krishna. Because everything is related to Krishna. Krishna is related to the light. He says, I am the light in all luminous objects. This means the light of my phone also. That is also Krishna. He says he is the heat in fire. The heat we are feeling in our room is Krishna. He says he is the sound in ether. He is our ability. He is the healing herb. Everything that we see, that we smell, that we taste, that we touch, can remind us of Krishna. Everything everybody does has its origin in something of Krishna. Now, if we haven't heard about Krishna, we won't be able to remember him. So hearing is the first step, and the most important one, because without it, nothing else can happen. But to take the time to remember, to think about. We are already thinking about so many things. And everything we think about has a relationship with Krishna. If somebody has hurt us or insulted us, we can think about how Draupadi was insulted. If somebody falsely accuses us, we can think of how Krishna was falsely accused. If we're enjoying having a meal with our family, we can think how Krishna loves to have meals with the cowherd boys in the forest or the gopis in the forest or his parents back in the village. How Chaitanya Mahaprabhu loved to serve prasadam to all the devotees. If we go in the ocean, we can remember Matsya, swimming in the ocean of devastation. We can remember Korma. If we have an itch on our back, we can remember how Korma was getting his back scratched by the churning of the Mandara mountain. When we feel angry, we can remember Lord Nasinghade. If we see somebody else angry, we can remember Lord day. When the sun is shining in the sky, we can remember how the effulgence of Vamandev diminished the effulgence of all of the demigods at the sacrifice of Bali. When we see someone with artistic skill, we can remember Krishna's dancing on Kalia or in the Ras-lila. What happens when we think about Krishna and we remember him. Jiva Goswami says that our abhadra is our material desires. Abhadrani vidyunoti. All of us want to get rid of our abhadra. We all want to get rid of things that are inauspicious. Some of us have a lack of money. Some of us are don't like our what our body looks like. Some of us have some disease or injury. Some of us have some difficulty with other people. Some of us have an inadequate place to live or a job we don't like. All of us have something in our life that we see as a badra, inauspicious. We all want to have an auspicious life, but we don't know what is actually inauspicious. What is actually inauspicious is our desire to enjoy separately from Krishna. Srila Prabhupada writes in Krishna book, the whole world is full of Krishna's dancing. Some of us respond rightly to the dancing of Krishna and others of us try to dance independently or dance with somebody else. Our happiness is to be connected with Krishna. Prabhupada writes in the fourth canto that each of us are like cells in the universal body of the Lord, just like our body has so many cells that work together for our happiness. Our Abhadra is not really our disease or our poverty or a difficult family member or friend or situation, our abhadra is our desire to enjoy separately from Krishna. Because as soon as we want to dance with Krishna, as soon as we want to enjoy with Krishna, as soon as we want to give Krishna pleasure, then everything in the world appears happily situated. Our poverty, our disease, our difficult family member, our difficult living situation becomes not difficult anymore. We are simply in happiness and everything is auspicious. Srila Prabhupada says in Krishna book chapter 20, the materialist sees the world as aggressive to the devotees. Everything is happily situated this Sarit Krishna, when he is staying in our heart by our remembrance of him. What does he want to do? He wants to get rid of anything in our life that is making us suffer, just like we would like to do for our friends and our dear ones. Don't we feel like that? When we're around someone we love, if we can understand that they're suffering in some way, Immediately, we want to fix everything for them. We want to make everything all right. Krishna knows the way to fix everything for us is not necessarily to give in to our demands for him to cure us and give us money and give us this and give us that. Krishna knows the way to make us happy is to change our desires that we should desire that which makes us happy. Sometimes a child wants to put something in their mouth that is dangerous. And the parent has to work at changing the child's desire. Hey, please give me that knife and take this sweet. When Krishna is staying in our heart, that's what he does. He says, hey, put down the knife and eat the sweet. How does he do this? Some of it he does without our even asking him. The famous Christian theologian Saint John of the Cross called this the dark night of the soul. When the kind and merciful Lord cleans our heart without our even noticing. Sometimes by hearing about Krishna and chanting Hare Krishna we suddenly find that some bad habit or attachment or desire is is just gone. <laughs> and we didn't make any effort. And many of our abhadras are gone like that. Uh, just like if you're staying in someone's house and you see they're very busy, maybe you just decide that you're going to help them. You just go in the kitchen and wash their dishes for them and they come back and see, oh, my dishes have been washed. Who did that? And you just smile. Yes? Or sometimes you can see, my friend, my family member needs something, and you just go buy it for them. Here, I brought a gift for you without their even asking. A lot of our abhadra is, don- is gone like that. But then there's other things that Krishna needs our permission for. Those are the abhadra that we're holding on to tightly as if it was something valuable. Krishna needs us to do this. And for that, he has to show us his own beautiful and attractive feature alongside what Prabhupada calls the naked form of material desires. So Krishna shows us what is the real nature of maya. And he shows us what is his real nature. He says, here I am, the truth, the beautiful truth. And here is materialistic life that is simply causing your pain. Like Krishna did with Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita. He said, here I am. And Krishna also said, Here's the modes of material nature. Here's goodness, passion, and ignorance. Here's lust, anger, and greed. And at the end, Krishna says, Now you choose. When we remember Krishna, He automatically takes away a lot of our abhadra without any separate endeavor. And other of our attachments, he reveals to us what is truth, what is illusion, and says, now you choose. And when we choose truth, he removes our obstacles, as Prabhupada says in today's purport, as easy as anything. If we want to be as much of a friend to Krishna as he is to us, if we want everything auspicious to blossom in our life and everything inauspicious to be destroyed, we hear about Krishna to bring him into our heart or to bring our awareness of him in our heart to our attention. We deliberately remember him, talk about him, write about him, have everything in the world remind us of him. And then we give him permission. Please, clean my heart. Do whatever you need to do on your own. And whatever you need my help with, ask me and I will cooperate. I want only you. So we have time for some questions and comments.
1: Thank you, Matsuji. There's one question on the chat which I'll read out. Uh, question is from Hare Krishna Das. He says, Hare Krishna Mataji, please explain. I enlighten. Get inspiration. I'm in can I have to of this. Kindly enlighten. How can one get inspiration to use one's extra.
3: I lost you. One's extra what?
1: How can one get inspiration? to use one's extra free time in Krishna consciousness without spacing
3: out? Oh, that is a wonderful question. Krishna says that to practice yoga, we have to be balanced in eating, sleeping, working, and recreation. That means we're not supposed to be pushing or forcing ourselves all the time to be productive. We need to have time for rest and relaxation. We need to have time for recreation. There are ways to find recreation or recreation that reminds us of Krishna. We have one Devotee who spent a lot of time with Srila Prabhupada, who worked as a tennis pro. And Srila Prabhupada said, play tennis for Krishna. We should find things to do that restore us physically, mentally, emotionally, and intellectually, that also remind us of Krishna. It could be a hobby like planting flowers or embroidery or, you know, writing poetry. It could be reading books that are not part of our regular study but are still related with Krishna that we're reading just for fun. There's a lot of studies that show that the way to maximize our energy, whether physically, emotionally, socially, or spiritually, is... To push ourselves out of our comfort zone and then recover. Push ourselves out of our comfort zone and then recover. That is the way our bodies and minds are designed. Even it's interesting, uh, Prabhupada said that about himself. There was one time he slowed down his translation of books, and he said, For everything, there are periods of activity and periods of rest. What's interesting is even Krishna does this. Krishna has his astakalila lila, and it's explained very nicely in Krishna book and Nectar of Devotion that Krishna is out out herding the cows and killing demons, and then sometime he rests. He puts his head on the root of a tree or on the lap of another cowherd boy, and they are simply singing songs. So giving ourselves this gift of fun and play and relaxation that we connect with Krishna is very important. When you say spacing out, the mind actually needs some time to rest. The mind needs some time to rest. But let it rest in Krishna. But the mind also, the body needs rest, the mind needs rest. this ebb and flow of energy is the way that Krishna has designed everything. Okay, we have something in the chat that I can see from Mahalakshmi. How do we talk about Krishna and with whom, with those who are approaching to Krishna consciousness, to those who are friends, and with the elders? So, we can also talk with our elders. It's just... Uh, we can talk with anyone about Krishna, but that's according... I mean, I think you've answered your question in the question. <laughs> we talk about Krishna with people according to our relationship with them, the circumstance, what they're willing to hear, uh, how much time is available. We don't speak to people above their realization and uh, or above our realization and above what's appropriate, but we can talk about Krishna with almost anybody, uh, depending on our particular association with them. Anybody else?
2: Hi, Krishna Mataji. All oh, pieces uh, it's so wonderful to be in your association hearing about the glories of uh, uh, Shrivanam and Smaranam. Um, Mataji, I have a question. Like, uh, See, over a period of time uh, in our practice of Krishna consciousness, we tend to be too mechanical in our process uh, in terms of uh, chanting or our approach uh, towards
3: Vaishnavas, the scriptures, etc., etc. So how do we come out of that attitude? Mm, well, that means we're not thinking about Krishna as a person, right? We're, we're thinking just about some sort of process that we have to do. We're, we're thinking about Krishna mechanically. I mean, such happens in a lot of our relationships. You know, instead of thinking, I'm cleaning the floor for my family, we just think, I'm cleaning the floor. I was talking to the devotee I'm staying with here. There's one devotee who cleans the temple room floor every day, and she's... I'm not sure if she's a midget or a dwarf, but she's, she's very, very small. And, you know, very small. I mean, she's probably about as big as a three- or four-year-old child. And she has this little tiny broom, and she is cleaning the temple room. So I was saying to my friend, you know, it, it, it seems that it, it's a difficult service for her. And my friend said, but she's meditating that I'm out uh, preparing the ground for my guru to walk on. Or I'm out preparing the area for the pastimes of Radha and Krishna. So how do we not become mechanical? Remind ourselves that we're doing it for a person. I mean, and it it takes repeated practice. Whenever we find ourselves becoming mechanical, remind ourselves, I'm doing it for a person. I've been having, um, as I say, we're not in complete lockdown here in America. I'm able to go next door in the evening and have dinner that my granddaughter cooks. And she, she has a rash right now in her hands, so I'm washing the dishes for her. And if I think, I'm washing them for her because I love her, rather than I'm just cleaning the dishes. And we forget that Bring the mind back, and bring the mind back, and bring the mind back, and bring the mind back. You know, it's a question to practice and be patient with ourselves. You know, don't try to force ourselves to be perfect at every moment. patasma pohanamcha Even when we forget Krishna, that forgetfulness is coming from Krishna, as my friend Rukmini likes to remind me. Uh, So I think we have time for one more question.
1: uh, there was a request to see if you can
3: share a pastime of Srila Prabhupada oh I don't think we have time for that but thank you Um, one thing I do want to end with is I know it will be late uh, for those of you in India but um, at 11.30 in east coast time so that's one and a half hours from now So one and a half hours from now would be nine o'clock in India. Um, We're having a Zoom class about uh, the Varnas, Krishna's instruction that we should do our own work and not do anyone else's work. And we're really going to be looking at the beauty of Krishna's instructions as to why is it so much emphasized that we should do our own work. And we're going to look at every possible crossing of the Varnas and see you know, if a Brahmana acts as a Shudra if a Shudra acts as a Brahmana if a kshatriya acts as a Vaisha if a Vaisha acts as a Brahmana what happens? So I know it's going to be late for all of you uh, but I do invite you to join the Zoom link is on my Facebook page and also on my website armiladevidasi.org I hope I was talking slowly enough for the translation going on And uh, I want to thank you very much for this opportunity to travel to India so easily and cheaply. (laughs) Yesterday I traveled to New Zealand and then to Brazil, and today I'm traveling to India and then to Ohio. So we are using the technology
2: of Kali Yuga in the service of the Lord. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai.